Welcome to 239 Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond with your host, Tim Jurett. This podcast covers it all. Real talk on issues from real estate to real crime. Join the discussion on hot topics to politics. Don't get left behind. Be in the know about everything Southwest Florida and beyond. Welcome, welcome to 239 Uncensored, everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And we have a great podcast today, a lot of information, and we have the one and only Vicki Baker. Vicki, are you there with us today? Happy New Year, Tim. I am here and excited. Let's do this. Yeah, and we have a great guest, and uh, you might want to go ahead and uh, prep it a little bit for us, Vicki. And, and I think, Anna, you're on there. Do you, do you, gotta, are you, do you make it on? Hey, guys. Yes, I'm on. I'm really excited to be joining you tonight. Oh, Anna, we're so excited. So Anna Stevenson and I have known each other. Um, I was lucky enough to be a photographer at her gala and fundraiser for an amazing organization she has called Path to Freedom. And um, we're going to let her talk a little bit about it, but uh, I think you guys are in for an eye-opener, and uh, you're going to learn some of the amazing stuff that she's doing in our community. Yeah, it's going to be great. Anna, it's, it's an honor to have you, as yesterday, I believe, was National Human Trafficking Awareness Day. Is that correct, Anna? That's correct, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good. So tell us a little bit about your story, Path to Freedom, and if... People aren't really all that familiar with it. Just tell us a little bit about what your organization does and, you know, some of the things that you have done. Absolutely. It's my honor, and thank you again for the opportunity to share. Um, So about five, six years ago, I was just kind of minding my own business, and I was invited by a friend of mine to attend a meeting just north of here. There were probably about 25 people in the room. And there was a young girl that was actually sharing her story about being in human trafficking for two and a half years. And um, as I sat there and listened to her horrific story, um, of course, I was outraged by the information that she had shared and then uh, just moved by compassion to to do something. So my husband and I, uh, John Stevenson, uh, we founded Chapter Freedom. We started the 501c3 nonprofit organization officially in April of 2015, and when we first started out, we actually were doing advocacy services, emergency transportation. Uh, A lot of these girls, when they're picked up by the law enforcement officers, they have no place to go, so we would try to find placement for them. Uh, In the process of doing this work, I was um, shocked by the fact that there was such a shortage in safe houses to be able to restore and rehabilitate these girls. As a matter of fact, uh, state of Florida is ranked third in the nation for occurrences of human trafficking. And last year, uh, in the state of Florida alone, there were 400 identified female victims, minor victims, um, here in the state of Florida, and only 58 beds to house and restore these girls. Right. So we purchased a, a parcel of land in southwest Florida. It's five acres. It has a 5,200-square-foot home with a barn for equine therapy, and we opened our house actually this March for the very first time, and we have uh, four girls in the home. Even during COVID, uh, amazingly, we were able to hire 
uh, house mentors, program director, case coordinator, and we've had the best year yet so far. Um, these girls are between the ages of 14 and 16, um, and they live in the home with house parents, and these house parents live with these girls 24-7. Um, we want to be able to create that family environment for these girls because most of them come from broken families. As a matter of fact, one of them was in 19 placements before she came to us. Wow. So we want to be able to, uh, yeah, create that environment of love and uh, security, and we've done so. Um, they have on-school property because most of these girls are being recruited in the high school, which is unfortunate, but uh, other kids are recruiting other kids, so... Um, yeah, we have uh, been working diligently. We're actually looking to open up our second home the end of 2021 because, again, there's such a, a great need for housing. And um, we are, you know, we're on a mission uh, to, to be able to build several safe houses in the state of Florida and then take it nationally. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's the work that we've been doing so far. So, Anna, you said these girls come to you sometimes as young as 14 and, you know, you do have the availability to house some of them. But long term, like, what is your goal with those girls? Are you looking for placement after that? Or do they go try to reunite with family members if that's an option? Or do they just stay with you till they turn 18? That's a good question. Um, so the system, uh, when I mean a system, the Department of Children and Family Services, their motto is to reunify these, these children back with their families. And unfortunately, some of the families are not um, in the right position to take these children back. So sure. we actually have a long-term trauma-informed care program, and we want to keep them all the way through college, if, if, if at all possible. Uh, okay. Right now, we've got two girls that are, you know, finishing high school. Uh, one, one, one wants to go into nursing. The other one wants to be a law enforcement officer. And uh, we want to be able to get her through that. Uh, the DCF system will allow us to keep these girls as long as they're doing well and they're staying in college un until they're through with college. So, And we want them to come back. We want them to come and visit, be mentors for these other girls going through the program. So, yeah. Okay. Wow. So they all have their own interests and needs, but is there like, do you have a mentor program for them set up? We do. As a matter of fact, um, we have several volunteers that come in throughout the week, uh, and some are um, mentors, whether it's physical uh, fitness, whether it's equine therapy, whether it's art therapy. Um, they take them out on outings to go fishing. They take them to, you know, the Holocaust Museum, to the Botanical Gardens. And these volunteers actually have to go through extensive training. It's about mm -hmm. 40 hours of online training plus uh, eight levels of background. We make sure that we vet every single employee, every single volunteer, because it's important to have the right people uh, mentoring these girls. All right. Yeah, Anna, real quick, you know, some people have a different thought of what human trafficking is. What is the common thing that we see locally in Florida? What, just give us kind of like a scenario that you have seen frequently with yeah. what happens to a girl. Absolutely. So 75% of these girls that are caught into human trafficking come from the foster care system. Um, so most of these girls, you know, they've, they've had troubled lives. They've had um, 
you know, not, not stable homes. And then they get put in the DCF system. They get put in foster homes. Sometimes these girls run away because they don't want to be in the foster home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these traffickers look for vulnerable girls, those that are mm-hmm. on the streets, those that are looking for someone to love them. And most people think that it's kind of like taken, that they're kidnapped, but that's not the case. Right. These girls are groomed. These girls are, um, you know, again, you know, they, they buy them nice things. They treat them well. And then once they've got them hooked, then that's when they force them out there to, uh, into human trafficking. So it's really, it's really unfortunate. And again, you know, like I said, it's happening in the schools. Other kids are being recruited by traffickers to recruit other kids. So another place to get recruited is in the mall. If these kids, you know, they go out on a Friday or Saturday night to hang out with their friends, they send some of these young-looking guys that are being paid by these traffickers to befriend these girls, to get to know them, and then they get entrapped in, into, into the life is what they call it. Wow. Anna, I actually have had the, uh, the honor of hearing some of these girls tell their stories at your fundraisers. And it's amazing to me, not only have they had the courage to survive something like this, but they're like little warriors who are fighting to make things better for other people. Um, as parents, when we hear these kinds of stories, it can be very scary. And, uh, you know, what are some things as parents that we can share with our daughters or sons who are going out there to keep them safe, you know? Absolutely, and that's a great question. I think it's important for parents to be informed on what human trafficking is. Um, you know, there are, I think, several organizations, you know, on the southwest border that do training. They will come in to corporate offices. They'll come in to, you know, clubs and things like that to... Uh, bring that education to the parents on how these girls are being recruited, or, or even boys. Uh, boys are being recruited mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, too, knowing who your kids are hanging out with, knowing who yeah. they're talking to, you know, if you start to see a change uh, in their demeanor or their friends, um, you know, find out. Uh, you know, be that, uh, that concerned parent on where they're going, who they're speaking with, and who they're hanging out with. Because that's so so crucial. Yeah, one thing I always used to try to do as a parent was make sure that our house was the hangout spot so that I could keep an eye on everything. So we fed kids like crazy, pizza parties, you name it, just because I wanted the security of knowing who was hanging out with who. So I think that's important. Yeah, Anna, also too, you know, what part does social media and, you know, videos and the things we see what what does that have or what type of impact does that have on this sexual human trafficking type of thing is that is that like a huge problem it's it's actually the the second largest area where these girls are being recruited is on social media and unfortunately sometimes these these gentle or these men portray to be young teenage boys and put pictures of boys and um, lure them in by, again, you know, uh, flattering them or complimenting them in one way or another. And uh, they get these girls to, you know, maybe take photos of themselves and send it to them. And uh, then these traffickers actually say, you know, uh, basically, if you, I need you to do this. And if you don't do that, I'm going to expose your pictures on social media and tell your parents. 
so they they, oh. they entrap them. Yeah. Wow. Get get them stuck there. Get them stuck. Exactly. Exactly. So That's yeah, social media is a it's a big platform, and you know, there's so many areas that they these traffickers uh, are on. There's so many you know with Instagram and TikTok and uh, Facebook. I mean, it's, you've really got to watch your kids and put parameters. And uh, you know, the phone is a dangerous tool in the, in the kids' hands. Yeah. Yeah. With my experience, you know, it, with with law enforcement, I've been doing it for a long time, 31 years. I know that we have hotels, we have, and there's been some stuff recently in the media, even you know, some local places that uh, these kids might be or young young people might be hanging out and and going to. Is there is there something that the public in general or business owners in general can look for yeah. to help out and notify law enforcement or get involved a little bit to to maybe curb some of this yeah so i don't know if you i'm probably sure that you probably heard but there was actually uh several hotels and motels in Collier county that were actually in a lawsuit uh i forget the name of the lawyers that are actually suing them because they turned their heads when these uh traffickers would rent these rooms um to be able to provide you know the services uh Ugh. in these hotels and they're uh You'd be shocked, I mean, on the different hotels around town that were actually participating or allowing, I should say, allowing this to happen. So, um, you know, I knew a girl that actually shared her story with me. and She was telling me that she actually, the very first time she was uh, forced to go out to uh, in trafficking was at a local hotel here. And she thought she was going there for a modeling um, venue. And that was not the case. So, yes, it's important to, uh, you know, maybe get educated on, on this case that the uh, Carter County or the, the two lawyers are actually taking the Carter County hotels and motels to, to court. We understand that you have a very exciting fundraiser coming up really soon and with a special we are, guest. We are so excited. We have been waiting <laughs> four years to have Tim Tebow at our event, and it's on January 23rd at the Hyatt Regency Coconut Point. And, of course, Tim Tebow, everybody knows who he is. Uh, <laughs> and he's actually taken on human trafficking as one of his initiatives uh, since he married his wife. And um, we're very honored to have him come and share about a little bit about his foundation and how he's kind of partnering with us and just the issue itself. And then also we're going to have some... Um, Q&A afterwards on, uh, you know, all his sports and stuff that I'm not real familiar with, but uh, I know the guys are... <laughs> I bet your you know, husband knows. That. I bet Tim knows. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tim oh, Tebow. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. So do you still have tickets available? And if you do, how does someone get those? Yes, absolutely. We do still have tickets available. Um, they can reach us at uh, Path to Freedom, that's P-A-T-H the number two freedom.org and on that website or our website, they can um, look up at the event and all the information is uh, detailed there on the event page. Excellent. And I think people should also go to your Facebook page and make sure they like paths of freedom so that, that they would- get information on upcoming events that you guys are doing as well. Yeah. And I'm going to put that in the show notes that uh, not to cut you off. I'm going to put that in the show notes as well. So It'll be on Facebook, and we'll put a little link there, so help out with, with that. So whatever we can do to help you out, we're here for you. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. 
I really appreciate this. No, we're we're glad to help out, and and obviously, um, it's it's a real important topic, and and to get somebody like Tim Tebow to come in town and do this and get in front of everybody and kind of explain a little bit of why it's so important that we tackle this stuff head on and, and we don't don't allow for anything like that to happen because you know as we all can agree our most precious precious resources are our youth and our young people and to have somebody in that situation go through life uh, as a victim uh, it's, it's definitely not something that we can accept nor nor do we want I was just going to say, absolutely. You know what? If we see something, we should say something. And if we know something, we should do something. Uh, we shouldn't just sit around and let somebody else do it. So I really appreciate yeah. the opportunity to share what we do and um, and hope that uh, you guys can join us also on the 23rd. I will tell you, if you attend this gala and you listen to these girls speak, you will not be able to turn your head ever again because it changes you. These girls are incredible and brave and they stand up and they tell their story and it just highlights how important the work you're doing is Anna. So thanks for joining us. Absolutely. You know what? And this is what keeps me going. It's very hard work, but when you see a life change and they become warriors and they fight the fight and they are out there saving other kids, that's what it's all about. And that's why I do what I do. Thank you, Vicki, for your support. Always, always. <laughs> Thank you, Anna. We really appreciate it. This is a, a, a topic that we want to learn more about. We'll, I'm sure we'll have you on again on the podcast. It's, it's great information. It's knowledge. And again, knowledge is power. Um, good that's good right. luck on your fundraiser. And it's great. And make sure you tell Tim Tebow, if we can't make it, that we said hello, go Gators, you know, that type of thing. It, it's going to be a great event. That's right. I will definitely tell them. And thanks so much again, guys. Have a great evening. All right. Thank you. 239 Uncensored Everything Southwest Florida and Beyond. And Vicki, let's do it. We are out. Please make sure to download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And don't forget to like and share on social media. This has been a Studio 239 production.